0: Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Fun Fans Podcast. I'm your host James Dillard. With me, as always, my co-host Bailey Jackson. How hey, you doing, Bailey? I'm good.
1: I'm I'm a little under the weather today, James. So if I'm not as uh, lively as I normally am,
0: that's the reason. Well, I got some I got some new mu- music that might liven it up. Maybe not. I like this it. kind of it's kind of cool. It's kind of groovy. But uh, we got a great show for you today. We're going to celebrate. We are celebrating a uh, big win over Notre Dame. Other great games we're gonna talk about, the college football playoff rankings and out. We just we'll chat about that. And uh we might have to book our fun not fun list until Wednesday because of time constraints, but we will see how that goes. But first, the fun fans are a proud part of the Fanboys Fangirls Sports Podcasting Network. If you're a true sports fan, the fanboys fangirls is perfect for you. Find various nationwide podcasts and other sports media at thefanboys.com and all forms of social media. The Fun Fans Podcast is the official podcast for Clemson fans.
1: That's right, and you know what? I have on a sweatshirt that says, never lost a tailgate.
0: Undefeated.
1: I mean, Reuben's Food, Sports, Beers, and Catering is the absolute best place to get wings or anything to eat at your tailgate. 1083 Baseball Road in Greer and 11028 Anderson Road in Piedmont. You can find them at rubensc.com. It's a great place to eat for all sports fans. And a special shout-out to the Palmetto Tea Company, yeah. T-E-E, yeah. for creating my sweatshirt. Nice. And I'm giving them a shout-out right here. Thank you, Palmetto That's Tea. Awesome.
0: Yeah, Ruben's, listen, one good thing about a 12 o'clock game real quick is I was able to be at Ruben's for dinner time with my daughters. So that was pretty cool. Plus, FYI, Jalen got sirloin tips or something, and those things were on point. So we are I not Jalen got them. Yeah. Oh, you uh, ate some. Yeah, we you know we got a little taste, just a little variety. You know, when the family. Taste It's a, is. Taste it's is. a family family meal thing. Uh, so anyway, hey, real quick, we want to point out. I want to point out why we missed Wednesday. We missed out on Wednesday again. Had some family things going on. Uh, if you've been listening to the show probably aware that my mother-in-law's uh in and out of hospital she's doing better she seems to be on on the right track again uh but this past week was crazy on my part between family stuff and work and some other things been a kind of a rough rough week uh so i appreciate any of the prayers that have come our way and more are appreciated i hope my co-workers still love me so anyway on to the game, Bailey. It's a big. For, I just want to point out all the respect in the world. And you and I talked about this. All the respect in the world, just playing, but especially beating Notre Dame because it is a tried and true tradition, long-standing, a big-time football program. So any any win over Notre Dame is a big deal. So we, we mean everything we say, of course, out of uh, all due respect, and that it is such a big deal. Yeah, I mean he, we're
1: we're glad we won. But the little fighting Irish guy, he wasn't real happy yesterday after the game.
0: Yeah, those are happy. Hey, if you're on audio only, you got to check out this on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, our graphics department went, went out of their way I on mean, that one.
1: Kudos to the department <laughs> on the third floor. Um, I will say this. You know, we talked about how Notre Dame was, you know, when we were kids, every game wasn't on television. Yeah. So, but but guess who was? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. That's right. Every week. So, and, and, I, and a shout out. To their fans, thank you for filling up our stadium. It was full. And thank you for wearing those sweet gold helmets. They look good in the sunlight.
0: Notre Dame's uniforms were on point. It was Uh, a good looking game yesterday. The
1: helmets were solid, man. It's just they they just that's a good look. Anyway, enough of that because we whooped them.
0: We did well because you know who who we had on our side. Just in case y'all didn't know.
1: Hello, Tyler from Spartanburg
0: and Jesus. Jesus is a Clemson fan. This poster, once again, if it's audio only, you got to check this out. This poster I put up with our other banners at the tailgate, and it got tons of attention. People were stopping taking pictures. It was hilarious. So if you took this picture, if you took a picture, post it, tag us, at fun fans, because, I mean, it says plain plain and clear right there yeah jesus is a. and and
1: there was i mean there were a ton of people that took a picture of it
0: yeah yeah it was funny
1: um and that that according to you that is a a poster that was first created during the hurricane game the last hurricane hurricane.
0: that's right this thing was at the hurricane game
1: hey if you didn't watch the game because we were there yeah. The trivia question, Affleck trivia question, I watched it again this morning. I got it right off the bat. Who is the only Notre Dame quarterback to win a game at Death Valley?
0: Joe Montagna.
1: Yep, that's him.
0: <laughs> well, good I job, Joe. Three times. <clears throat> All right, on some serious notes about the game, I mean, we're just pointing out the obvious if, if you watch the game. If you didn't watch the game, it, well, in my opinion, it's fairly obvious. Huge, huge, huge shout-out to our defensive front. Those defensive linemen and, – and, you know, we were missing a couple. I don't know exactly who all we were missing. Dabo said at the end of the game, there were a total of 11 starters out.
1: He's you right. Know what He's right.
0: That's literally – they're only we only start 22. I used to teach math. That's half.
1: And, and James, if I watched – I because I did not feel well, and I don't have a clue what time it is because it's the middle of the night, dark outside, and it's only 7 o'clock.
0: We feel that. Uh, but,
1: I fell back, and it's like I fell back eight hours. But um, here's the deal. Injuries everywhere. Offensive line, a true freshman played every snap. Yep. There were true freshmen all over the field. Yep. Almost everybody out there is coming back. So you better buy some stock.
0: (laughs) That quote's awesome. That quote's awesome, but I just want to—I just want to put this into perspective. And I'm not to go down this rabbit hole necessarily, but we had eleven. We beat the number fifteen team in the country with half of our starters out. So, you know, when people Jackson, say Jackson Dabo, plays
1: away from being undefeated.
0: When Dabo's, when people say Dabo needs to go to the portal, he's got a portal. He's right. got the portal. Right, right behind him on the bench. All right, I'm
1: gonna give you some stats now. Let's hear it. All right, so congratulations to Phil Moffat, 36 carries, 186 yards. It tied a school record in the number of carries, which I thought that was hard to believe given that we used to be an option run the ball down your throat football program. But congratulations to him. He really uh, played well with uh, Shipley not being in. Um, And then Notre Dame's final six drives – They ran 24 plays for 62 total yards. They punted four times. They threw an interception, and they turned it over on downs. And that was all set up by my second-half player of the game, Aiden Swanson. Aiden. Former podcast guest. Yes. All right, get this. Aiden punted six times for a 44-yard average, but more importantly, three of those were downed inside the 10-yard line, and Cade Klubnick had a 40-yard punt that was downed inside the 5-yard line.
0: Which, you know what happens when we pin them inside the 10- or 5-yard line? The fun fans do the gritty in the stands. It was kind of tight. It was kind of tight.
1: And so, I mean, in the offensive line, the defensive line, the secondary had a bunch of true freshmen playing. Look, Great win, great win. That's just all you can say. Like we were preparing ourselves to be disappointed at the end of the day, but not that disappointed because we thought Notre Dame's really good. And uh, but hey, they threw a pick six. They had a punt hit off their face mask.
0: Yeah, so that that's what I was going to point out. You know, we've we've sat here and a lot of fans every every week, and we talked about how. We've won every statistical category. We've won every, you know, except for turnovers and the score. And yesterday, we did. Yesterday, right. Notre Dame, they outgained us in, you know, both runs and pass yardage. But they did the, uh, they had one more turnover than we did. And we still had one in goofy turnovers. It's one thing to throw it, you know, a tip interception. But if the guy intercepts it at the at midfield, like he and you know gets tackled or something right there, we likely hold him to a field goal. But no, it was another one of those moments where it's, he's running while he catches it and ends up at like the two yard line. It's crazy. But uh, we did get a little more of the breaks than they did, and um, like Bayless said, Mafa Mafa was a horse. He literally carried the load for the Tigers.
1: And listen. I made this comment yesterday. The offensive line for Notre Dame, they are huge. Because Clemson's got some big boys up front on defense, and they were bigger. I mean, they are humongous people. And But I thought our offensive line, I ran back a couple plays earlier today going, okay, how did we gain nine yards on that play where our offensive line was just whooping people up front?
0: And we, we it's a about
1: time, you know. We did a but great anyway, job
0: in the trenches. And, and then we
1: had a couple drives where Cade looked really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, if you can run the ball, you can throw the ball. Or if you can throw it, you can run it. You got to be able to do one to do the other in most cases. Um, but, hey, go Tigers.
0: Go Tigers. It's still officially a rebuilding year because we stamped it last Sunday. But you know what? In a rebuilding year, we like where things are going. It's like Dabo Dabo said, the full quote, if Clemson was a stock, you better buy all you can buy right now. The next uh, year and a half might be kind of fun.
1: With the recruits they have coming in. Um, To be
0: be a Tiger fan.
1: A guy on ESPN on college football final, he goes, yeah, penny stock. I've watched the Wolf of Wall Street. So he made a little snide comment. I didn't write his name down because I didn't want to call him out on national podcasting.
0: This is international. That's right. The world wide web. But I I heard that as well. So speaking of Dabo, Dabo is now the winningest coach in Clemson football history. Notre Dame is a storied program, historic. I mean, big time college football program. You know, so is Clemson. The only reason Clemson isn't, You know, I'm gonna say up there with the USC, meaning the Southern Cows, the Ohio States, the Notre Dame's, the Alabamas of the world. Let's just be honest; it's because of money and size of school, number of alumni. Clemson started out as a old farm, you know, small military farm school, and just kind of started coming of age, I guess you could say, in the '70s and '80s, and then you know had some. I don't, not necessarily a slump or whatever, but no growth in that, in that market. It's a market thing, but the past 20 years or so, everybody has had their opportunity to be exposed and on that national stage and Clemson has flourished in it. But if you look at the history of Clemson, it's always been there. And Dabo is now, I mean, you got Frank Howard, the, the, the fields named after him. You got the rock. What was it? 267 or something wins. It's he's the winningest coach in Clemson football history.
1: It's
0: it's up there. So did you congrats. see the
1: video of uh former coaches and players congratulating him? No. It's good stuff, it's all over the place. And, and Venables is the first guy on there. Venables okay. gives him credit for making him a better person.
0: Well, and that's a better what, coach. And that's everybody what a lot of people on there
1: said. to a man said the way you do things. Made us better people,
0: right? That's so, that's what we've heard about Dabo for forever.
1: I, I believe it, man. I drink. I, it's not Kool Aid. It's just the absolute truth. I love that guy.
0: Orange, and Kool-Aid. I love it
1: when he goes off. You know, when he says we're a stock you need to buy. That's, right. that's what he. That's that's what he sells to those guys, and and they believe it. And they're they're as good as anybody.
0: Dabo, three like USC
1: and, and Notre Dame. They just have national followings. You know. right
0: like you said they were the ones on tv back right you know decades and decades ago when we were kids so speaking of Dabo, he did he did run into a little bit of a little bit of criticism last monday night now once again we missed our wednesday night show so we weren't able to bring this up but it has been the talk of tiger town the talk of the upstate it's, it's really been the talk of every sports it's on the Sirius XM college radio shows that I listened to is it, they mentioned it on the, the show. You were just referring to the college football. Oh, they've Everybody's
1: yeah. talked about it.
0: Tyler from Spartanburg. Now I live in Spartanburg. I don't even know Tyler, but that's fine. If you don't know, if you've happened to have been under a rock during the call-in show, he calls in and his question essentially is, why are we paying you an 11 and dollars to end up four and four? And he goes on to say a couple other things that were, I mean, some of the things were semi-complimentary, but other things were also semi-disrespectful about being arrogant and whatnot uh since 2018. And uh Dabo, I mean, Dabo, this is the thing. Dabo is getting paid eleven and a half million dollars, and he's got two national championships, how many trips to the playoffs. So Dabo can answer that question. You know, part of his answer was, "I work for the board of trustees, the president, and the AD." And the what makes this what made his answer to be able to be so good was that he knows he can answer that question how he really feels, and he did.
1: Oh well, it's about time because you know what, and, and I can't tell you how many high school coaches would love to answer questions. Oh yeah, uh, because. We live in a world, and we've talked about this before. We live in a world where everybody loves to criticize everybody. And you got we got guys that are out and, and ladies that are out there spending their time away from their families working with other people's children. And there's no it's never positive. It's always, why did the coach do this? Why did you do that? Why They did this. They did that. So, here's my chance to go off for a minute. I agree 100% with Dabo. Okay, he has worked his tail off. And they work all the time. If people don't think they're trying to win, they've lost their mind. They work all the time. Year-round. And so do high school coaches work a lot of hours, too. You know that. And so, everybody needs to just – like, I thought yesterday that everybody was just pulling for Clemson. Yes, it was kind of like this was a a moment where that needed to happen last Monday night. Yes, it's about time. I've been preaching it forever.
0: <laughs> well, and you know, not that the thing about it, the thing about it was Tyler got kind of personal. It was semi disrespectful, and I'm you know a lot. Of, all the Clemson fans have been frustrated this season. We've talked about that, and and there's a frustration moment, and then there's a get over it moment, and there's a move on moment. And there's definitely a, we're still on the same team moment. And that's, you know, if you're a bandwagon person, then you go on with your life. Maybe the bandwagon got empty. It's, it's full again now though. But uh, you know, it's not that Tyler, <laughs> he, to answer his question. And this is a thing. If you really don't know, I'll make two more points and I'll be done with Tyler.
1: Yeah. He's old. <laughs> he's
0: If you don't know, if you don't, you don't pay attention to sports. I'm gonna be honest, eleven and a half million dollars, in my personal opinion, seems like an exorbitant amount of money, but it's market value if you want to win. Okay. Right. He's the number two. It's not like he's the highest paid out getting out paid by everybody else. When when these professional athletes sign these 70 million dollar deals, I mean it just it just blows my mind that there's that amount of money out there, but apparently that's market value. And if you're a sport if you paid attention to sports at all you know that those salaries aren't paying for what you're paying for what you hope they do, but you're paying for what they've already done. Somebody is successful on the field of play or on the court, and that's what gets them the big contract, whether it's the coaches or players. So, you know, if Tyler was, obviously, he at least thinks he's a sports fan, you know, he he knows the answer to that question. That's why There was no sense in asking the question, first of all. But then there's one other point on a maybe a little more serious note. Dabo was he was wrong in one aspect, but he was right. But I agree with him at the same time. So he called him a kid. Found out my man's 29 years old. And, you know, so he's Dabo's calling him a kid. So, you know, 29 years old, that's not really a kid. But then I got to agree with Dabo because I'm I'm 50. He's if 50, you go Dado ask questions say, like that. We'll hey, treat you like one. I'm, we think you get to be fifty, and you think a twenty-nine-year-old is kid. So I'm, uh, I hundred percent agree as well, just like you, Bailey. So anyway, bless his heart. I'm. That's just, I'm gonna give him a good old southern. Bless his heart. Bless old Tyler's heart. That's what they. That's what they should put on a t-shirt. Bless Tyler's heart. Anyway, moving on. The post-game interview. We talked about that. Clemson at not So w- we'll just quickly mention the ACC title race. Uh, I don't know if I didn't calculate if Clemson is numerically out of it, but I think Clemson's pretty much out of it by yes, probably we're by not. Long, going. Long we're not long shot. But the news is the FSU clinched. So congratulations to the Seminoles for clinching their spot. And there's these minute little scenarios that will put Louisville in the championship game against FSU. So this, it's looking more and more like Florida State and Louisville. Louisville had a, had a big win this weekend. So some other fun games, Bailey probably didn't watch any games because by the time I got home and took a nap, he had to drive the rest of the way to Clover. So, uh, but Georgia, Missouri, did you watch any other games, Bailey?
1: Uh, we watched some of them when we were eating. I um, uh, watched a little bit of that. Not, I mean, there were, there were like 800 TVs in this place. So, I mean,
0: I just want to point something out about Georgia, Missouri. Missouri's really, really good. Kentucky was really, really good. People wanna wonder where to put Georgia. In my opinion, people talk about teams played to the level of their competition. Georgia always plays two scores above their competition at minimum. Minimum. So you bring in a great team like Missouri or Kentucky, and Georgia still stays two scores ahead of them. The end of that game, it was weird because it felt like folks were thinking that there was some gonna be some kind of comeback. We got less than three minutes, two and a half minutes, and Georgia's up by nine, and there's all kind of excitement and stuff. And I'm thinking, there's no way they're up by nine. That's two scores. Yeah. But, you know, I guess they felt like they were close, uh, but good for them. Washington and Southern Cal. That, I mean, how many points did they score? Like 100 and something?
1: 106.
0: Crazy. That's just.
1: And the first time since uh, Lincoln Riley's been at USC, they're not ranked.
0: Yeah, they're. They're, they're, I don't, I don't know. They're struggling too. You know, they're blessed their hearts. They're just kind of having a similar season that we are. Got a Heisman winning quarterback and uh, maybe that's about it. They're in a tough conference this year. Got some tough competition. Ohio state. We'll get to the, the picks in a minute, but they were the college football playoff committee's number one team this year. And they were losing at halftime. Ooh, that, that, but you know, they won the game obviously, but. That kind of I think that was the first time ever the number one CFP team on first week one was losing at halftime. And uh Florida State, Michigan, Oregon, they all won big or kind of big. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Florida, that was Florida
1: State's game was closer than
0: closer than the score shows.
1: Than it should have been. I, I'm not 100 percent sold on Florida State. We'll go like, over that later.
0: Well, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, just real quick, that was a great game. That's the one I kind of watched like the second half. That was a really good game. I'm excited. Uh, I watched for, the end of that. Excited for the Cowboys. I uh, love coach Gundy. I mean, how do you not like that guy? You know?
1: Well, you like venables too, so
0: well, yeah. This I true. mean,
1: Gundy, Gundy had me at I'm a man. I'm 40. Yeah, back years ago.
0: <laughs> back in the day. But this is my okay. I got one quick question. You're the research guy, maybe you know. This the last bedlam. Obviously, Oklahoma's leaving for the SEC. Are these guys never going to play again? Well, they're not
1: scheduled next year.
0: So, but what they're saying is like last one ever. Sure, they're going to uh, get together again. It's
1: the last one in the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah. Because well, the I... non
1: conference schedules are done like 10 years out.
0: Well, you're an AD. That's money. They're going to be losing big time money if they don't schedule that game. That's crazy. Anyway, I'm sure it'll come around.
1: Come on. They, whoever they play fills the place up. It's the same amount of money.
0: Not for TV, maybe. Maybe not. All right, Bama, LSU, Bama looked like Bama. I, you know, you know, we we respect Bama too. We don't like them, but we respect them. They, I, I think Bama might be back. And I said at the beginning of the season that quarterback has grown. I said he looked like Cam Newton. He looked like Cam Newton last night against LSU. He ran all over them cats. Do you watch any of that game? No.
1: I don't watch. I don't watch Alabama
0: <laughs> ever. So I have to. Sweet home Alabama. You know what Bailey needed? He needed a little more energy. Yeah. Go to w.gg. Enter promo code FunFans for ten percent off, or you can scan the QR code on your screen right now and get that ten percent off. It'll take you directly to their website. And they have a jitterless energy drink, but they also have caffeine-free hydration drinks now. So that's, I have to go check that out too. You know, it's all about staying hydrated. Mm -hmm. Last game, you didn't see any of this, but if you watched the show, you saw the highlights. Kansas State should have beat Texas. They messed up the PAT or they would have won the game. And then in overtime, and I know it's one of them things, go for the win. It didn't work.
1: It was not I, – I did see that play call, and I'm not – I don't criticize coaches on here, but I, I don't like sitting in the pocket on the goal line. I mean, I just don't like sitting back there in the pocket trying to get receivers open.
0: There's not enough room to, for a them to get space. open. You yeah. can't
1: run safeties out of the picture with one receiver and cross somebody else because there's nowhere to run to.
0: Well, my point wasn't to necessarily criticize the coaches. I think I'm more referring to uh, a horseshoe came off of a hoof and is up Texas's hind parts for them to win that game. They all but lost.
1: And that that is why when we go to our new rankings, I will explain a decision I made today.
0: There you go. And lastly, our friends down in Columbia got them a dub against the other Gamecocks. So congratulations to them. They are halfway to being bowl eligible. They have to win out. There's only three games left, Bailey. Three games. It's college football season that we love so much. It has three weeks left in the regular season. Can't believe it. Cannot believe it. All right, so here's our picks for this week, this new week. And we'll go through these real quick. Bailey said he's got an explanation. Where's my little thing, my thing here? Mine did not change. They all won. I didn't change them. I got Georgia number one, Florida State number two, Ohio State number three, Washington four, Michigan five. Michigan ain't playing nobody. They're finally getting some. Everybody well, sitting They around play with,
1: Penn State this week, so we'll, we'll see.
0: Finally, and I'm gonna tell you, Oregon. Mm, yeah, if there's people questioning Florida State that Oregon might want to. They they're they're for real. So there's my six. We'll see what the committee says Tuesday. Here's Bailey's. Go Bailey.
1: All right, I got uh, a tie at number one, Georgia and Clemson. All right. Amen. Number two, Ohio State, number three, Michigan, number four, Washington, number five, Florida State. And then a tie for six with Alabama and Oregon. Alabama, yes, did jump jump over Texas. I yeah. just think that if you play in the SEC, I'm not, I don't argue with people. It is a great conference.
0: It is the you, best conference.
1: I don't know why like, other than money. <laughs> I'm one of these guys. I don't know why Clemson would want to go to the SEC, other than money. Yeah, because it is a battle. It's playing Notre Dame every week. Yeah, and if that's what you want, well, you can get it.
0: Well, but- I don't have a problem with Alabama head of Texas because it, you know, historically, a loss earlier in the season you know, hurts way, way less than a if loss. If they went player. out, they're in. Well, yeah, because if they went out, that means they'll beat Georgia in the SEC championship right. game. And, and then, have they one got, then they
1: got a huge problem. Because yeah. then you got Oregon and Washington who have already played. Then you got Michigan and Ohio State who still have to play each other.
0: Well, but if, but if Alabama wins out, all that will be washed out too. So, But, I, I mean, I don't have problem. Alabama head of Texas because – you know, with 12 games, a lot changes. Alabama has settled in, improved, you know, tightened some things up, and gotten – I think they're way better than they were the first two or three weeks of the season. And Texas, you know, they – injury to their starting quarterback, kind of hit and miss. So they just seem to be in hang-in-there mode, in my opinion. So I don't have a problem with Alabama being ahead of Texas. But Tuesday, we'll see what the committee thinks, and uh, that'll be that. So, we appreciate you joining us. We're going to be back this Wednesday, and we will talk about our fun, not fun events from this past weekend, and we'll talk about the the, the release from Tuesday night and but we're done talking about. Tyler? No, Tyler? Yeah. Tyler from Spartanburg. Tyler's Verse. done. Tyler's done. Uh, and we'll, we'll preview some other games. Clemson kickoff time set for noon again georgia tech that's military appreciation be there it is worth the price of admission we'll talk about that more later and you know what else is worth every penny
1: diamond edge products that's right look did you know that this is they are officially licensed i'm holding one up too
0: there you go
1: officially licensed clemson university partner you can get all your clemson swag They have mastered the diamond laser engraving process, and they can put almost any design on any item. Heck with all the lists that I'm supposed to read, it's anything.
0: (laughs) That's right.
1: And for a high-quality, forever-lasting custom-engraved product, check out Diamond Edge Products at diamondedgeproducts.com. And if you need more information, you can email Jalen Dillard, J-A-Y-L-I-N, at diamondedgeproducts.com. She'll keep you posted on the latest and greatest from Diamond Edge Products.
0: She'll get you to hook you up what you need. All right, great. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we're going to be back later this week. We're, we are, the rebuilding season is, is is a success. We are still undefeated at the tailgate. You can't, you can't beat it. Looking forward to the next, I'm looking forward to the next calling show. I have never listened to the calling show, but I think tomorrow night I might listen to that thing. So uh, join us each and every Wednesday and Sunday night for the fun. Check us out on YouTube. At Fun Fans Podcast. Click, subscribe, share, follow us on all social media, and archive shows can be found on thefanboys.com and YouTube. On behalf of the Fun Fans Podcast, J Thrilla Entertainment, the Fanboys Fangirls Podcast Network, and Bailey Jackson. Hey,
1: James, we need to mention one thing too. Former guest, The Hat. Yes. Thank you for stopping by our tailgate every single Saturday. Every Saturday. Yep, it's like a celebrity coming over every week. So Yeah. Keep liking and sharing and thanks everybody for listening and go Tigers. Let me get my Notre Dame thing one more
0: time. Yeah, we we and on that note, we we have a couple people that stopped by. We had a guy tell us yesterday that he listens to us religiously. And I mean, that just makes you feel good. I don't blame him, but we do appreciate you guys that listen, uh like and share and and there it is one more time. Here we go. That's right. There you go. Thanks again and go Tigers.